the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hello and welcome as we lift up Jesus with Pastor Dudley Rutherford. I'm Kyle Welch. In the challenging times we live in today, we believe that God's Holy Word is the single most important source to all the answers we need and are searching for. Jesus tells us in Matthew 7:24 that anyone who hears his words and puts them into practice is like a wise man who builds his house on solid rock. It is our hope with this program to help you grow in your daily walk with Jesus Christ. Lift Up Jesus is part of an outreach ministry from Shepherd Church in Los Angeles, California. Our pastor is Dudley Rutherford, and we join him right now with his message for us today. Now, if you can't tell people how you got saved, you might not be saved. You, now, everyone here, you have no problems. I got no problems explaining how I used to live. You all know how to do that. You can all explain what your life used to be like. It's not a problem. But then you've got to share, how did you get saved? And if you can't articulate that, you might want to think about coming forward and giving your life to Jesus today so you, you, so you have a story. And then you explain what your life was like since you've been saved. That's called your personal testimony. And what you need to do, first of all, is just write it down. That's step one. Just write it down. Get, get three pieces of paper. And on the first page, just write what your life was like in your own words. You all have your own history. Just write down what your life was like. And then, secondly, take the second page and write down exactly what happened. Well, I was at work, and some guy invited me to church, and I showed up. I didn't like it. I didn't, I, I, I didn't come back for six months. And the, the, the guy was crazy. He's half crazy, and I don't like singing songs. And I, but I... I kept going back, and there was something about it. I started liking the sermons, and I, I learned more in one sermon. I learned my whole life, so I decided to come back. And one day, I can't explain it to you, but God spoke to my heart, and I stepped up, and I came forward, and I gave my life to Jesus Christ. Well, you, whatever it is, you write it down. And the third page, you write down what's happened in your life since you got saved. Now, here's what you do. You write it down, then you read it, and you read it, and you read it, and you read it until you can say it without looking at the paper. And you, then you, you just witness to your dog or your cat and just tell, them, tell, tell your dog the whole story. Tell him what your life was like. He doesn't care anyway. Uh, the cat kind of lived that life itself anyway. So, uh, but then you, you explain to that dog how you got saved. And you explain to that dog how, what happened to your life since you got saved. And then, then you go to the mirror and you talk to the mirror. You just t- tell the person in the mirror. You, you kind of convert yourself. You tell the story until eventually you can just tell the story. And then you get to where you can tell this story to anybody with your eyes closed. And the next time someone comes up to you and says this, Hey, how you doing? What'd you say? I said, how you doing? Are you asking me? Yeah, I just want to know how you're doing. Do you really want to know? And if you say, do you really want to know, what will they say? They'll say, yeah, I really want to know. You really want to know? I got to tell you. 
and he just tell you, sir, my life used to be so jacked up. I woke every, every, I woke every day. I woke up every day. I was depressed. I was discouraged. I was lost. I was broken. But one day, someone invited me to that church or sat down. I watched whatever. You explain. I, I gave my life to Jesus Christ. And I just want you to know, since you're asking me how I'm doing, ever since I gave my life to Jesus Christ, I feel God's present with me no matter where I go or what I'm doing. I got no worries. It's easy. Number two, write this down. Share the Roman road. The Roman road. The Roman road. So what in the world is the Roman road? Well, it's where you take someone through the Scriptures. You take them through the Scriptures. And the whole journey is through the book of Romans. So in your notes, you've got five different passages. It's called the Roman road. Now, why is it called the Roman road? Well, the book is called Romans. But there was a guy named Paul the Apostle, and the big city back in those days was Rome. And, you know, today you've got L.A., you've got New York, you've got Tokyo. There's some big cities in the world. Back in that day, the big city was Rome. And Paul wanted to go to Rome, not so he could post pictures of himself on vacation. Paul wanted to go to Rome so he could witness, so he could share the gospel of Jesus Christ. And the book of Romans is a book that he wrote, a letter that he wrote to the people who lived in Rome. That's why it's called Romans. And so what you do is if you can find anybody who will give you the time of the day, you take them through what's called the Roman road. You just take them through these scriptures. You say, well, Pastor, I can't memorize all this. You don't have to memorize it. Well, how am I going to lead him through it if I don't know it? Oh, I'm glad you asked me that question. <laughs> what you do is you get your Bible, and all you have to remember is the first one. It's called Romans 3.23. I'm going to show you my Bible. I've got it on the screen right there. And you just highlight that in your Bible. This is Romans 3.23. And then you underline what's most important, what you want to teach. And for this verse, it's all have sinned. And so you, have, you share that with someone. And you say, you know what the Bible says? It says that all of us have sinned. Do you know who all is? And they say, Everybody, yeah. And you just, say, you just say, have you ever sinned? And they'll say, oh, yeah, many, many times. Oh, so it's true. Yeah, yeah. Well, have I, you think I've ever sinned? Yeah, 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 probably. Uh, you think the pastor has sinned? Oh, yeah, I'm sure he sinned a lot. Okay. Uh, you think you think all politicians have sinned oh yeah politicians sin all the time sometimes i'll even say do you think the pope has ever sinned i mean ever in his whole life uh, they got to think about it i i just say who who you think arnold schwarzenegger's ever sinned yeah he sinned yeah you think tom cruise has ever sinned yeah because the bible says all have sinned now what is sin and you just explain what sin is you're explaining what's underlined all have sinned and you get them to understand that that's true that the bible is true maybe the first time they've ever looked at the bible now look over in the lower left-hand corner. You see that red lettering? What you do is you write in the margin of your Bible, go to chapter 6, verse 23. So you look at this, you go, oh, let's go to chapter 6, verse 23. And you flip over there. And it says that you just said that all have sinned. Now the Bible says that the wages of sin is what? death and so you explain you just explain what that says that the the wages the penalty the result the consequences 
of our sin is death. Physical death, spiritual death. Sin is what separates us from God. And what is that little red lettering there? What, is, what, what have I written down in the margin of my Bible? It says, go to Rome. And that's, that's how you go through the whole Roman road with someone. And I'm telling, I'm telling you, you can lead someone to Jesus Christ. If you'll just take a few moments and write that down in your Bible, it's just flipping the pages, going to what the material we gave you. Amen, amen. Number three, write this down. Write this down, number three. Share the ABCD plan. If you're not good with numbers, maybe you're good with letters. How many of you play words with friends? How many of you play words with friends? Raise your hand. How many of you play Wordle? Raise your hand if you play Wordle. Somebody, how many of you don't know what Wordle is? Oh, you've got to get out from underneath that rock. It's a word game. So you're not go, you just remember A, B, C, D, and you write that down as quickly as you can. Uh, and again, you can do the same thing that you do with the Roman road, but you start with Romans 3.23, and, and then you say, go to John 3.16. And you just write it down the margins of your Bible. You've got to get people to admit, first of all, that they are a sinner, Romans 3.23. Then they've got to believe, that's the B word, and uh, John 3.16, For God so loved the world, He gave His one and only Son, that whosoever believeth in Him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. So you explain that. Then you take Him over there to, the, to confession, where you have to confess. And we talked about this last week, so I'm not going into it in depth here today. But you've got to confess that Jesus Christ is your Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, and you will be saved. And then the letter D, declare your belief in the death, burial, and resurrection by being baptized into Jesus Christ. So I'm just giving you these, these different methods, all right? You, you, you can share your personal testimony. You can take people through the Roman road. You can take them through the ABCD plan. Or, write this down, you can take them through this workbook, this baptism workbook. It's really why I put this together and why we gave this to you. Not just so that you could learn it, but that you have something to take people through. Last weekend, we covered chapter 4. Now, for all you people who are new here today, do not write all this down now because I'm getting ready to go to the next slide and you're going to be frustrated. But you can go back to last week's sermon on our website, liftupjesus.com, and you can watch it. And, And I just want you to know that this is the method that I use. That's why last week I was doing all that. I don't need any notes. I had a few things I, I, I wanted to remember to share, but I, I can do that whole board without thinking about it because I've been doing it since I was in college. And what I do is I just say, hey, hey, you got some time we can meet? You don't mind? What time? You want me coming over? And... Uh, and then I get to your house, or we meet for coffee, but if I go to your house, I go, hey, I go, you have any paper? What? You have paper? Yeah, I go get it. So I go get paper. Do you have a pen? Yeah, go get a pen. And I said, do you have a Bible? Well, somewhere, I said, go find it. <laughs> so I want them to use their paper, their pen, and their Bible. Now, if they don't have a Bible, I got mine with me. But we sit down, and the first thing I do is I get their paper, and I draw that ladder, those five things. 
And then I do exactly with that person what I showed you last week. If we go to the next slide, I fill that puppy in. And I start down there, five things, how to get out of hell, make sure you're not going to hell, make sure you're going to heaven. And we start down there with the word belief, and we look up John 3.16, and here's what I do. I take that scripture, and I turn their Bible around, and I face it towards them. And for the first time in their life, they're actually holding a Bible. And I ask them, tell me what that says. And they read it in their house, on their piece of paper, with their pen, their Bible, their table. And they're going, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son to whosoever believe. Oh, stop, believe. Let me write that down. So I write in the word belief there. And I go, keep going. And they go, shall not perish. And I, I hit the hell thing there. And, and they shall have what? Everlasting life. I tap on heaven up there. I said, so you have to believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God. Number two, then we go to re- repentance. Then we go uh, to confession. Then we go to baptism. Then we go on to be faithful. Now, when I'm all done with that, I give them the paper. And I say to them, when you're ready to give your life to Jesus Christ, you let me know. Now, I've got to say something here, and some of you are going to be offended by this, and I understand some of you just get offended easily. I've seen this many, many times. How many of you would like to be saved? Raise your hand right now. If you want to be saved, raise your hand. Raise your hand. Oh, God bless you, sir. God bless you. God bless you. You're saved. You're saved. God bless you. I see a hand. God bless you. I, God bless you. I see you're saved. You're saved. God bless you. God bless you. I want you to know that is not found in the Bible. Nowhere in the Bible, I challenge you, Show me a scripture in the Bible where the preacher said, if you'd like to be saved, raise your hand. And he says, God bless you, you're saved. That is nowhere to be found in the Bible, to raise a hand to be saved. It's not in there. It's also not in there, and again, I, I don't want to offend you, but I'm just being truthful with you today. Nowhere in the Bible does it say, how many of you'd like to be saved? Raise your hand. Okay, repeat after me these words. Dear Jesus, my name is Betty. Uh, I'd like to be saved. Uh, I turn to you. Come into my life. Forgive me of my sins. In Jesus' name, amen. There is not a single example in all of Scripture where anybody repeated a prayer to be saved. It's not in there. It's not in there. Now, is someone saved that they repeat a prayer? I, 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 I mean, again, God knows when faith hits grace, all right? And if that's the method you choose, that's the method you choose. I'm just telling you that nowhere in the Bible did someone raise a hand to be saved, and nowhere in the Bible did somebody repeat someone else's prayer to be saved. That's not in the Bible. But what the Bible does have, it talks about believing to be saved. It talks about repenting, and you won't perish. It talks about confessing Jesus is Lord and you will be saved. It talks about being baptized for the forgiveness of your sins and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. That's all in the Bible. So what I do, what I like to do is I go through that latter process, chapter 4 of that book, and then I get up and I just give them the paper and I go, hey, it's up to you now. I've done my part. I've shared the gospel with you. Now, when you're ready, when you're ready, let's go down to church. We'll baptize you. We'll go in your swimming pool. You let me know when you're ready to make that decision. Kind of like the guy 
This, this is the only service I'm telling this to because I haven't had time in the others because you guys are cool. But um, <laughs> the guy, uh, he wants to get saved. And the guy, he goes, come with me. Come, you want to get saved? Yeah, I want to get saved. All right, come with me. We've we got to go up this mountain. They start walking up this mountain. And he, the guy's getting tired. He goes, hey, when are we going to get saved? Well, it's up this mountain. Let's go, let's go, let's go. So they kept walking, they kept walking, they kept walking. The guy says, hey, hey, how much further? We got to walk. I go, hey, well, you said you wanted to get saved, right? Yeah, well, we got to walk. He kept walking. Finally, the guy says, hey, I, I, I want to get saved. And he goes, this is the place. This is the place. It's got to be your decision. It can't be me leading you and I'm going to make the decision for you. Hey, repeat this prayer after me. No, you have to decide. You have to decide that it's time for me to give my life to Jesus Christ, to put my faith and trust in him, to turn, repent, to turn. Give him my life. Make him my Lord. Be baptized into his name. That's your decision, amen? So I get up and I just give that paper to whoever I'm talking to. Go, hey, you let me know when you're ready and that's, we'll do it. And it's up to them. Do you understand that? Number five, write this down. You've got to share your best, whatever method works for you. I've given you four. There's many more. But you've got to come up with a way to share Jesus with people. Yeah. Amen? You've got to learn how to ask questions. You have to learn how to ask questions. Do you have a church home? Do you go to church? If I'm out riding my bikes and I, I'm with somebody, I say, hey, do you go to church anywhere? We're riding our bikes. They look at me like I'm half crazy. <laughs> now, usually, usually I say to people, do you go to church? And, and they always say, yeah, I go to church, which means they went three years ago on Easter <laughs> because their parents said, we're going to go to church and go out and eat afterwards. My second question is, you say you go to church? Everybody says they go to church. If I go, you go to church? They go, yeah, I go to church. I go, what's the name of your minister? And nine times out of 10, they do not know the name of their minister. They say they go to church, but they don't even know the name of their minister. They don't go to church. My name is Dudley. If somebody asks you to go to church, you say, yes, what's your preach? You say, Dudley. <laughs> and then you, you just ask, are you a person of faith? Or would you like to join our life group? Would you like to start a Bible study? Do you, own a, do you own a Bible? How about this question? Hey, when was the last time you read your Bible? Verse, look at number eight. If you died today, do you think you'd go to heaven? If God asked you why he should let you in, what would you tell him? Number 10 there, would you like to go to church with me? Now, my dad, he died two years ago, March 15th, two years ago, right when COVID hit. He was 87 years of age. My dad never stayed home every day of his life. He was up, out, and about. And every single day of his life, he asked people, hey, come to church with me. He invited someone every day. Now, that is not the gospel. You can't just say, okay, come to church, come to church, come. That's not the gospel. However, it's a good question to ask because if you can get them to come, maybe they will come and they'll look around and see who are all these people. And uh, oh, they all look interested. They're all singing these songs. Huh, it looks like they're worshiping. I've never seen this. These are not like the people I know. Who, what, these people are strange. You know, that music, that music's pretty good. They might start listening, start tapping their toe. I like this. 
And uh, then some guy gets up and starts preaching and they start to actually learn something from the Word of God and the Word of God never returns void and eventually it leads them to being saved simply because you ask them to come to church. However, however, asking someone to come to church is not sharing the gospel. But learning to ask questions is what helps you to develop relationships to share the gospel. And then just be a seed planner. Go to that last page. Pray for five people. You can pray. Get you a list and just put it on the mirror when you're getting ready and you're brushing your teeth. And just look at those names. And you just pray for those five people. Invite someone to church every day. Write notes of encouragement. Give someone a Bible. Share your bulletin. Use your social media to honor Christ. If I see one more picture of some girl in her rear, <laughs> like these girls, they take pictures of their rear and they put it on Instagram. Like, what? what, what nobody wants to see that. <laughs> Let me say it again no one wants to see your rear. Nobody. Nobody. This is what your life is down to on this earth. There's all that's going on. People are going to heaven or hell, and you got to take a picture of your rear and post it on Instagram like, we want to see that. No, thank you. Or we get a big beer. This is me drinking a beer. This is this me and the beer. You and the beer. Beer, me. Me, the beer. Drink. I drink. This is me. This is my whole life. Me and the beer. Nobody cares. You have this incredible opportunity to have this thing called technology where the whole world is caught up in doing the wrong thing and God has given you this platform to use that platform to honor Jesus Christ and to point people to Him. That's what you ought to be using social media for, not yourself, but for Him. We hope you were blessed by our program today. If you are in need of prayer, we invite you to call us at our toll-free number, 888-818-4777. Our Lift Up Jesus phone counselors are ready for any prayer requests you may have at this time. You can also contact us right now if you'd like to receive a copy of today's message on either CD or DVD. Our number again is 888-818-4777. For more information about Pastor Dudley Rutherford, Shepherd Church, or this ministry, be sure to visit our website, liftupjesus.com. Our website again is liftupjesus.com. It's a blessing for us to bring this program to you every week. We exist only by our faithful partners who support us through their prayers and financial gifts. If Pastor Dudley's message has been a blessing to you, we would like to encourage you to consider joining in partnership with us so we can continue to be here to bless others with this important ministry. Your gifts, whether large or small, are greatly appreciated and go directly to help keep us on the air. You can find out more about supporting us by calling our toll-free number, 888-818-4777. That number again is 888-818-4777. You can also support us by going to our website, liftupjesus.com forward slash reach. 
That address again is liftupjesus.com forward slash and then the word reach. Deep in the heart of every believer, there's a faint whisper, a call, a prompting. We go about our business and we hear it. We see and interact with lost people every day. And the whisper echoes again for us to share our faith and tell others about Jesus. And yet, we still resist. In his latest book, Compelled, Pastor Dudley Rutherford shares his earnest desire for each and every believer to be equipped with the good news of salvation. He encourages you with inspiring stories of men and women, young and old, who have accepted the irresistible call to share Jesus with everyone they meet. And he provides practical methods to overcome your fears and effectively articulate the message of salvation. Thousands of readers have already taken advantage of this incredible book, and now it's here for you. Compelled the irresistible call to share your faith. It's as easy as calling our toll-free number, 888-818-4777. That number again is 888-818-4777. You can also get Compelled, the irresistible call to share your faith on our website, liftupjesus.com. Our address again is liftupjesus.com. Discover for yourself the strength that awaits inside you to speak boldly to others of how Jesus Christ has changed your life forever. Don't hesitate. Call us right now and get your copy of Pastor Dudley's latest book, Compelled, The Irresistible Call to Share Your Faith, today. I'm Kyle Welch, inviting you to join us again next week at this same time as we lift up Jesus with Pastor Dudley. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.